Welcome to Doggy Dish, where two of LA's best dog trainers serve up a hearty helping of dog topics. At the end of this podcast, we'll provide information on how to contact our trainers. And now, here they are. Hi, this is Laura Berheny from Animal Attraction Unlimited. And I'm Kim Reinhart with Ain't Misbehaving Canine. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome. What are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about the importance of having your dog's attention. Not getting your dog's attention. Having your dog's attention. Okay. So what's the difference between getting it and having it? Well, getting it is when you're saying your dog's name and, and you know, it's important you want him to come inside now or you want him to sit before you go out the door for a walk, that sort of thing. And you're looking for eye contact. Having your dog's attention is him offering it to you when you're not asking for it. And I think having your dog's attention means him not losing sight or thought of the idea that you're in the picture. Yeah. Like a lot of dogs that once they get on the leash and they're five feet out in front of you, they never look back. Yep. And their ears never even yep. turn back to, to listen. Yep. I agree In case you. You, had to, you have to, anything to say. I've seen so many dogs that have learned, um, not ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> I've known some people learned, learned on that. Learned, you know, ignoring, <laughs> avoidance. Uh, what yes. am I? What am I trying to? You know? Yes. Because the people are saying their name constantly, or they're kissing. I've worked with a dog recently that will not pay attention to her name, and you kiss at her, which works with almost every dog, you know. Anyway, right. and this dog just kind of goes. You whistle at her. You make all these kinds of sound, and the dog is just oblivious. She's learned to because ignore them. because when they when they do those things. They don't follow through. Mm-hmm. When they've done them, they haven't followed through. So she would have given them their attention, and then they go on to something else, and they ignore it. And I would bet also that at the times that she has start, tried to give them her attention, at other times without asking, it. they have not. Yes, they exactly. It. yeah. It's like people who take their dogs to the park. The dog runs around. They're busy chatting on their phone or, or reading mm-hmm. or something, chatting to people. The dog comes up to check in with them. They, they don't acknowledge it. They send the dog away. What yep. are you doing here? Go play. Yeah. Or even if they don't send him away, if they just simply don't acknowledge it, they don't look down. They don't say good dog. They don't do anything to let the dog know that they're engaged as well. And I think that that maybe is one of the keys is that if you want your dog to engage with you, you need to engage with your dog. You know, yeah, we were talking earlier about compulsive behaviors on my part, like Anytime I see my dog, even not my dog, go to the bathroom outside, I clap and make a party and tell Mm -hmm. them what a good dog they are. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. If I catch one of my dogs looking at me, I at least, the very least, smile and nod and go, hi, how you doing? Right. Good dog. I know. Me too. And I think that if you have your dog's attention, you have a little piece of their brain cells. This is what I tell people when I take, when I go out in the park and I start working with them. When I have my dogs out, there is a little piece of their brain. There's a couple of brain cells in there that are always, always devoted to me. So I'm never off their radar. But they're never off my radar either. Exactly. So if they turn around and they look at me, even if they're running, but they turn around and they look at me, I say, good dog, Mm -hmm. just for checking in, just for for them. For caring. Showing me that they have some of their brain cells on me so they it may be the case even when they're turned running away from me that they still are open to me saying something to them but every time they acknowledge that to me i acknowledge that to them Mm -hmm. so that um 
I'm never disengaged from them. I'm never so... In fact, you know what? The only time that I find myself disengaging is when I'm out working with other people. Occasionally I have reason to take my own dogs out and work with, not work with them, but involve them in a lesson that I'm giving somebody. And every time I do that, and I learned this the hard way, every time I do that, I will then spend 20 minutes after the lesson working with my own dog because that's when I'm liable to disengage. And I think disengage is such a, an appropriate word here. I mean, it really says so much. That one word says so much mm -hmm. because you are totally disengaged, mm -hmm. not even a part of you're not thinking of the dog at all. Mm -mm. Recently, I was working with a dog walker, new dog walker for a client of mine, and we take the dog out. It's a big dog, can be difficult to handle, and um, not for me. But that's <laughs> right. But, you know, we're dealing with this with the new dog walker, and... She's walking ahead of me, and I'm instructing her on what to do. But this whole time, you could see that one of his ears, just like a horse, mm -hmm. one of his ears was turned back and listening to every word I was saying. Right. And not that he understood the words that you were saying, but he was waiting to see if one of them applied to you. So if you had said his name, that would have been his moment because he was open and yes. waiting and engaged and prepared to hear you. He was receptive. Yes, and it would have bothered me if he wasn't. It right. really would, knowing that I was there, it really would have bothered me if both of his ears had been facing front and he had, and he had disengaged from me as right. well. I mean, it was the owner of the dog walking company and the dog walker. And I'm hanging back because I really, as nice as these people are, as nice as a lot of dog walkers are, a lot of them don't understand dog behavior. Right. And so they tend to talk a lot about things and they don't necessarily get it. Right. And so... I'm trying to educate as we're going along, mm -hmm. and I would say, oh, see, look at his ear. Right. Who's he listening to? Who's right. he listening for? Right. Yep, absolutely. You know, one of the problems, I think, is that people, again, and we talked about this when we were talking about, um, um, I forget which podcast we were talking about where we were saying that people, oh, turn on and off their trainer mode. Mm-hmm. Okay. And one of the things that happens, I think, is like people take their dogs to the dog park and it's their time to socialize and they take off their hat of, of being the dog trainer. And then at the moment, and so the dog who's checked in a few times and realized they're totally disengaged, they're not involved with me at all. So he breaks away too. He goes, well, I don't need to be engaged with you at all either. And so then when they call him and he is absolutely got other things on his mind, couldn't care less about what they have he's to say. He's checked in a few times. The person has ignored him and now they're trying to get his attention and he's all, what? I was over there five minutes ago and you sent me away. And they were and they're really shocked because now when they call him, he's not doing it. When I take people out and we work in a lot of open environments, that's a big thing for me is um, off-leash work, and I will say to them, every time that dog gives you an indication that you're still on their radar, you acknowledge it. Every time you feed back to it, you acknowledge it. Say good dog. If they turn around come back, reward them with something. Mm -hmm. Give them a give right, them Right, because a lot of them. times, you know, even if the dog is 30 feet away from you, 50 feet away from you, running like perpendicular to you mm -hmm. passing you but he looks over his shoulder at you with a big smile on his face like look mom's watching me right and you go yay good dogs a lot of times they will turn around and come and check in with you and then if they come back and you always have something good for them 
now you're really ensuring that when you need them to come back, they will come back because they're getting in the habit of it. Yeah. They're getting in the habit of it. Oh, good, she's paying attention to me. And they run right back to get their goodie. And they end up feeling this sort of need to come back and check in mm -hmm. with you. It, it feeds that response. Right, because it's rewarding that behavior. I mean, a lot of dog parks, they don't allow you to take food in, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that you can't pet the dog and praise the dog and tell him what a good dog he is and, you know, pet him until he gets his, until his tail starts wagging. But you And know, then, then what I do is then I say, all right, you can go. I don't want him to just come over for a few pets or a treat or whatever and then take off again. He has to actually stay there until I release him. Well, and I don't necessarily make them stay there, but they a lot of times they want to stick around until yeah. I say, okay, get, get out. And well, that's when I stop, and that's when I turn off the treats. And when I've turned off the treats, then they go, okay, I'm out of here. I don't train in dog parks because, but you could even do this in a yard. Yeah. You know what? You wouldn't necessarily, I mean, I go out into open spaces that are not dog parks, but you could even do this in a yard. How often do you see people working with their dogs in the yard? And it's the same thing. They disengage. Why do they disengage? Because the dog is safe. He's within a walled area. And so they think, well, I don't really need to pay attention. But if they get in the habit of every time they go out there and their dog looks over to them, acknowledging the dog and making a big deal out of him and even having something to reward them with if they come back all the way to you and check in, mm -hmm. boy, you just take leaps. You get leaps ahead in terms of having a dog that wants to come back into you. Right. And this goes back to our thing about influence. Mm -hmm. Now, because you have your dog's attention, because he's offering it to you more, he's willing to give it to you more, now you have a lot more influence over him. Oh, yeah. Whereas when you disengage, you're unimportant. What you have to say doesn't matter. Yes. And in fact, you become the most influential because you have that all the time. You become that person that, first of all, it's fun to come back and check in on you. What happens is they get hooked on it. It becomes fun. It becomes one of the most fun thing they, things that they can do. They're running along. They do the check-in, and they know it's going to happen, right? Mom's going to make a big deal out of me. And if I come back in, for me, like I said, I'd go ahead and reward. But even if you're just rewarding with petting, playing with a toy, whatever it is that you're doing, that I would suggest that, especially in the beginning, that you reward with something of very high value to the dog and then work back to something of lesser value. But the dog, it becomes a game for the dog. Yeah. Because when a dog is out loose and moving around there are often times in that even when they're having fun even if you take them someplace that's fun when it becomes a little bit of a stale environment they've been doing this for a while and now it's not quite as interesting if they turn around and check in with you and you offer them a new game yay what a good dog and they turn around and run like heck back to you and you make a big deal out of them that was another exciting thing that happened that was another new thing that happened and keeping a dog's attention is for me almost more or having a dog's attention is more important than getting a dog's attention mm -hmm. when you first get a dog you do work to capture their attention but keeping it is all getting the attention is almost not important if you don't intend to keep it if you don't intend to keep it in a situation where um in every situation i guess um do you do this in the yard no, but I have a soccer field over here by me, and every time I get a new dog, I take them over on a 50 or 100-foot long line. You know what? You're wrong. You do this in the yard. Do I? You do. Oh. You do. I guess I do. You don't always do it. Right. You don't always do it, of course, because when you're in the yard, you're doing it. I'm wrong. Things. Well, no, 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 but I just want you to know this, that you do this in the yard because I go out in the backyard with you, and you have, Laura has a fairly large yard, and a dog will turn to you, and you'll just go, good boy! 
there. Good. Oh, what are you doing? Or do something. Remember, to... remember the word compulsive. That's yes, what it means. It's like exactly. doing it without even without paying attention to it's it. It's interesting. So. Yeah, but well, I I was wondering if you did it as in an aware way or if it had just become part of who you are. That's just what you do. And you know what? That's good training. That's good training is when it just becomes second nature to you. When it becomes a habit. Yes. And a habit that you just don't even think about. Absolutely. And that's when it becomes easy. Right. And it's when it becomes the most effective, to be honest with you. Because then it's not canned. It's not fake. Yeah, You're you not mean it. pulling it out at certain times when you feel like doing it. It is part of who you are. It's the way that you relate. And what that means is it's part of the relationship that you have with your dogs. That's, I mean, my big thing is, you know, work on the relationship with your dog. And I think that that's what you're doing when you do that. When they look up at you and you respond to them and you let them know you're not disengaging, that just cements that relationship in, right? This is our relationship. We're together in this. We're a team. And it creates this great team relationship. But I was just out in the backyard with you, and I know that you do it because I saw you doing it. <laughs> okay, I lied. I'm sorry. No, you, know you didn't what? lie, but it's interesting that you're not aware of it. I mean, that's because it's good training. You know what it, from the dog's point of view, you know what it reminds me of? You know how when you're little and you're playing on the monkey bars mm-hmm. at school? Not at school. At, at the park or something or at, at a playing swimming pool. Playing in the sandbox pool, or something. swimming pool yeah. or something. And you look up, and your parent... Your mom or your dad is looking at you with a smile on their face. Right. It really makes you feel good that they're interested in what you're doing. Right. As opposed to going having to go, Mom, watch me. Mom, watch me. Right. Mom, watch me. You know, like in a swimming pool and you jump off the diving board and you come back up, you know, for air and they're disengaged. Right. They're doing something right. else. I mean, that really is kind of a deflating experience. And right. I can't, from the dog's point of view, I think it's, I think it's important to them. I mean, I I'm, I'm being anthropomorphic, but I think it's important to them to look up and say, hey, she's paying attention to me. You know what? I think to a certain extent saying that you, uh, that, that this is just a human thing is kind of ridiculous because I think well, from I am being ridiculous. around my animals, no. <laughs> not you oh geez i just everything i say i'm picking on her but everything you know our animals have de- a desire to be part of our world obviously because they come in and they live with us and they respond and they work with us within our rules and i mean obviously that fits a desire for them so the fact that they want our attention when they're out having fun i think is just part of the dog world i mean that's part of the relationship again that they have with us and they want to feel like we're part of what they're doing if they get accustomed to it. But there are dogs, and I've seen them too, you had mentioned it in the beginning, that learn to just ignore you. Because they check in, they check in, they check in, nobody acknowledges them. Maybe the only time you acknowledge them is when they're doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And then they learn to, to only do the wrong thing. And even and even when they do, when the people do say their name or kiss at them or whatever, it's usually with another thing in mind. We are very goal-oriented. And so maybe in order to get to the place we want to get to, we first have to get their attention. So people will, will say the dog's name, get their attention, and then without acknowledging that the dog paid attention, go straight on to what their goal is totally bypassing the, the the fact that the dog did give them attention right so like an example of this is when when somebody wants to teach the dog to sit mm-hmm. the dog is sniffing the ground somewhere and i say okay get your dog to sit and they will you know say the dog's name the dog looks at them 
And they immediately say sit. Ask them to do something instead yes, of Yes, it's like, no, 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 hello, what about the whole eye contact thing? Yes. You tell them. Good. You t- yeah, nice. you have to pay. He did. The first thing you, you asked him right. to do, he did. That's right. You have to do that before going on to your goal. Well, and this is a strong component of a recall. I think that's why I say that exactly. I do this out with a lot of open, you know, off-leash work, is because if you are acknowledging without strings attached that dog every time he turns into you and when he runs in you are rewarding him and then it stops you from doing how most people use a recall which is they're out walking the dog they're completely disengaged the dog gets into something they don't want him to be into but that he's very interested in and now they call him right they've done no now that he's having now that he's having fun so they're going to call him out of what he's doing out of the fun that he's having whereas if they've practiced if they've walked around that park and they've done 20 times that he's turned around and re-engaged with them and they've made a big deal out of it then he starts to get involved in something that they want him and they call him he's just in the habit of turning around and coming back right this is something that he's been offering to you all along and so it's it's really important to realize that if he does this if he offers you his attention he or she offers you his attention that's the most important thing that you're ever going to get don't don't ignore that to move on to the next thing don't ignore that and ask him to do something else or or um or ignore it and just simply blow it off and that happens a lot oh yeah it does happen a lot which makes you which makes you wonder why were you saying their name in the first place Right. Why, why, why were you kissing at them or doing whatever it was to get their attention in the first place if you didn't have something for them to do? Well, you know, it's really funny, but when I'm walking along with somebody and their dog turns around and acknowledges them and they don't acknowledge the dog, I get a little hurt feelings for the dog. Yeah. <laughs> I, really I really do. I start to think, say, tell him. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny because you and I have talked about this before and we may have mentioned it, but... I have a client who would walk her dog and he would be walking out in front of her. This is kind of when she first got him and we're walking him on the leash and he'd be out in front of her and she would go, Ricky, Ricky, (laughs) Ricky. And he would turn around and look at her and she would just ignore him. And so I would go, well, why are you ignoring that? What do you want him to do? And she would say, well, I don't know. And that's exactly what she would say. So after a couple of times of me telling her, well, that's really not the best strategy, and her continuing to do it, I started going, Carol, Carol, Carol. And she would look at me, and I'd go, what? I don't know. I don't know. What? So so I think she finally got it. You know, yeah. you're just saying the dog's name just for the, it's like, and? Right, right. And you know what, it's... It's not only important to acknowledge when they've acknowledged you, but also just when they are checking in, period. When, mm. when you've not even tried to get their attention, but they've just offered it up to you. I think that every time you don't acknowledge that, it's a blown opportunity. It is. It, and it's taking, I look at it as taking a little chunk out of your relationship. So do I. Yeah? Yes. That's why I said it's it kind of like, hurts my feelings. Hurts, yeah. Yeah. Because it really feels like it's breaking down the relationship. Like, the, here's this opportunity for you to say to your dog, yeah, we are a team. Yeah. And you're just ignoring him. And, I'm, and I guess I put myself in that position. And I think, yeah. well, that would hurt my feelings. And the funny thing is, owners are hurt when dogs do this. When they're trying to get a dog's attention or they're trying to get the dog and the dog is just ignoring them and having nothing to do with them. And they'll kind of get hurt feelings because, mm. you know, I'm not that important to my dog. But they don't realize how often 
not everybody, but they don't realize how often that sometimes they do the same thing. Yeah, the dog is trying to get their attention in a non-obnoxious way, meaning not jumping on them, not barking at them, not, you know, I mean, just a plain old check-in. And they don't, you know what, dogs don't get our attention by calling our name. No. So their way of doing that is to do the turn and look over their shoulder. Their way of doing that that check-in is to look over the shoulder or the ear flip. Yeah. Which and a lot about. of people don't even see the ear flip. They want to wait for the eye contact. And it's like, well, if the dog has his ear and he's listening for you, you can say good dog for that. And he goes, there you are. Yes. And turns around and comes running. Well, actually, when you're out walking your dog and he's running along and then he just veers in your direction, but he doesn't come all the way in, that's another way of just checking in. Sometimes they'll do that just so that they can catch you in their peripheral so that you you get onto their radar. And if you just acknowledge that, good dog, just for turning in towards you, they don't have to come all the way in. Yeah. But again, for me, when I'm working them off leash, if they come in, then they get a reward. Otherwise, they just get the good dog. They still get the acknowledgement. Yeah. They just get the real high value stuff if they come all the way in. Yeah. And that's like the difference, like for my dogs, if I'm walking uh, again over here in the soccer field, and if I change direction, I expect them to change direction too. Mm-hmm. They don't have to go come in, like you said, they don't have to come all the way into me. But if I veer off at a 45 degree angle, I kind of expect them to veer off too. I don't really expect them to just keep going or even worse in the opposite direction. But even so, even if they did, they would still, they might go off 20 feet and then they would look over their shoulder and And 90 percent of the time they go you know what i think i'm going to go the direction she's going and then when they would veer towards you you would make sure to acknowledge it absolutely as soon as as soon as they make that adjustment good dog that was a really 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 good choice and that was me clapping by the way (laughs) because that's how i clap for my dogs i do too i clap for my dogs and if i don't you know if i don't clap with both hands i'll pat my leg clap for them that way For, for my dogs clapping is a big is a big thing and while we're on the subject, I think that I'm going to make mention of the fact that when you're rah-rahing your dog or telling them they're a good dog, you know how often you or I do this big deal, good dog, yay, and we're sort of uninhibited about the way that and we people look back. at us like we're nuts, but he only looked at you. It kind of bothers me when I'm walking along with somebody and they just go, good, and they're really, really, really laid back about it. Sometimes, you know, it would be nice if the dog got a little bit of the really big credit for doing something amazing. Especially because the dogs don't necessarily key in on the word. They key in on the motion behind the word. That's right. That's right. They key in on the tone of the voice and the body language and the smile on our face. Dogs are big on facial expressions and vocalization. And I don't mean the actual words coming out of our mouth. The meaning of the words, but the actual sounds. Yes. Yes. The emotion behind the sounds. The other thing, and I think that maybe this is what keeps people from doing this, is they're walking along, and let's say they veer off to the side, and the dog veers off towards them, and they don't acknowledge it. And I'll say to them, why didn't you acknowledge that? And they'll say, well, she's supposed to do that, or he's supposed to do that. I've said before, people are stingy, and you keep disagreeing (laughs) with me, and now here you are. I think they misunderstand. I don't think they're stingy. I think that, that they understood that you're taking a lot in for granted here. Yeah. You're thinking that they know you're pleased. And I'm saying in order for them to know, you have to tell them. And in order for them to know they've done the right thing, you have to tell them. You're assuming that they, because they go along with what you've tried to work with them to teach them, that they have... Um, they have 
assumed your your sensibility or they have taken on your sensibility. Oh, well, I know it's important for you, therefore it's important. They don't. They're following something that you've taught them to do. And if you don't continue to acknowledge it, they don't know that it's important. Maybe it's not important anymore. Why should they maintain that behavior, which is another podcast that we recently did about maintaining behavior. And just because you get it when a dog is younger, again, you don't have to... Ignoring it is going to lessen that behavior. Yeah, it's just really important. And so getting your dog's attention is really important. Having your dog's attention is probably the most important thing of all. You you can get a million things done. You can go, you can take your dog's places and you can do a lot more things if you have their attention. And the only way to have their attention is to reward it. That's right. That's your job. To acknowledge it. Their job may be to pay attention, but your job is to make sure they have a reason to do it. Right? Your job is to make it worth their while. Okay, so is that it? I think so. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. My name is Kim Reinhart with Ain't Misbehaving Canine. And I'm Laura Burheny from Animal Attraction Unlimited. Please don't forget to visit us on Facebook and download us from iTunes. Thank you. You have been listening to Doggy Dish, a podcast series about dog training and other related issues. To suggest a topic for a future segment, please email us at dogdishtopics at yahoo.com. To learn more about our featured trainers, or if you're interested in training for your own dog and you live in the Los Angeles area, you may contact Laura or Kim directly. To speak with Laura, call 818-800-4818 or visit her website at www.petdogtrainer.com. To speak with Kim, call 818-890-1133 or visit her website at www.beagooddog.com. And remember, you can find Doggy Dish on Facebook and download us from iTunes. Thank you for listening.